Shawty, what's all with y'all? Oh, hi. Coming to say you're lucky, fine. We got to cutting it off. It she know about the kid and fuck on my line. I'ma keep it up all with y'all. But Shawty, I'm trying to make you mine. Don't make it too easy, I wanna try. She looking too good, can't let it go by. Oh, yeah. Think I won the lotto. This slow mulatto. She could be a model. She wanna show me some. Think I won the lotto. In today's episode, Buttsy's Wick and I discuss the Aaron Rodgers trade as well as the teams with the most to gain in the upcoming NFL draft. All right, boys, we're back with another NFL episode. Uh, we're going to hop right in. We got some big news with the Aaron Rodgers trade. It finally happened. Rodgers has been traded to the Jets. Zwick, we'll start with you, our NFL expert. Uh, what did you think of this trade? Were you surprised? Was there a winner? What were your, your thoughts overall on it? I thought it was a pretty even trade. I was actually surprised to see that the Jets managed to, or excuse me, the Packers managed to just get a pick swap. Um, I really thought that the Packers would demand um, two first round picks this year, but just going from 13 to 15, I think was a W for the Jets. I think that holding on to that first round pick this year, and I know there's a conditional second next year that can turn into a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. I know that all about that, but I think it was a very even trade, if I'm being honest. I think that the Jets get their guy in a loaded AFC and the Packers kind of start not completely a rebuild, but kind of rebuilding the offense, I would say. Yeah. What was your reaction, Butsy? Uh, it's been something that's been on the radar, I think, for, I don't know, a couple months now. And to see it finally go through and, and to, you know, be almost done talking about it now and talking about what it was going to look like or and all those details, uh, to, to have those finally hashed out and a deal done is nice. Uh, but I think this is a big step in the right direction for the Jets. I think Zwick made a great point about keeping uh, that first-round pick this year. That's absolutely huge. Um, going from 13 to 15 is not that big of a move at all. Uh, probably going to still get their same guy at 15 that they would at 13. Um, but for the Jets, I don't know how good this makes them. I know adding Lazard and Rodgers obviously makes them a heaps, like loads better than they were last year. And everyone was saying last year that the Jets were a quarterback away from making a Super Bowl run. But now they have their Super Bowl. Do you guys see a Super Bowl-type run from the Jets? Um, I don't know. I think they might be capable of it, but are they really going to get it done? And like Zwick said, it's a loaded AFC. Loaded AFC East, too, mind you. Uh, they're going to have a lot of difficult games. The record's probably not going to be what people expect it to be because of those divisional games and how good the AFC East is. So do you guys think that the Jets could possibly make a run at this now with Rodgers? You can go his way. I absolutely do. Yeah, I. they have a top three, I want to say defense, maybe top two behind San Francisco. They probably have the best corner duo in the league. I know Miami's is really good, and they're in the division, but Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed is a really talented secondary. Um, I think they need to add an offensive lineman in the draft, but I absolutely think they can – make a run at the Super Bowl and win this because they have such a young team. They have Garrett Wilson. They have Brees Hall. I know he's coming off an ACL. They have Mecole Hardman for a year. 
So I think they absolutely could. I know Rodgers wasn't the best this past season, but he wasn't really working with much. So I think that if they can get that figured out, I know their defense is going to ball. I know their defense is going to hold up their end. So I think if they can figure out that offense and that offensive line, they could absolutely win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think I'm with you for the most part. I think this trade definitely catapults them above the Dolphins in the AFC East. I'm not sure if it puts them above the Bills yet. Um, but I do agree. I think they're close to that upper echelon. I would say the AFC last year, everyone talked about the Bills, the Bengals, and the Chiefs as kind of the big three that we saw contending. I don't know if the Jets are in that tier. Um, I think on paper, they definitely are in that tier, and I liked a lot about what you said, Zwick. The one thing that's holding me back is, and I'm not trying to be a hater, I don't know how Aaron Rodgers meshes you know with a new team in his first year um and and he's been maybe slightly uncommitted to to winning into football it seemed like these past few years he debated retirement I think there's a lot of question marks there I know this is what he wants he wants to be in New York he wants his new team so hopefully he shows up to OTAs hopefully he's all in on winning um but the one thing that's holding me back is kind of those chemistry question marks do you guys have any uh issues there or disagreements there yeah no i i kind of see that um especially with aaron Rodgers' personality he's been kind of a diva i i i i think that's the right word to say to describe aaron Rodgers. he's been kind of acting like a diva throughout the majority of his career uh and so i think there's gonna be a lot of blame game if this doesn't go well early uh i think there'll be a lot of blame on the receivers or the play calling or because aaron Rodgers is not shy to call out anybody uh, so if this goes south early, if they get off to a tough start, there's going to be a lot of blame, but I do think that they'll figure it out eventually. Um, but like Jordan said, I don't really know if this puts them above the bills. Um, even with, you know, sound chemistry and all that, but the chemistry concerns between Rogers and the coaching staff, I think that's the biggest one. I think they'll be able to develop connections with receivers relatively early and relatively uh, easily as well, uh, especially in the off season, because these guys are, so talented. Rogers is so talented. Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard are all really, really great receivers. So I think developing connections with uh, the new guys won't be difficult, but I think the play calling will be a slight issue uh, throughout probably the first half of the season for the Jets. Zwick, any... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I know we saw Nathaniel Hackett kind of be a dumpster fire in Denver last year, but I know he has the connection with Rogers from green Bay and I know they they know each other. I mean, if you watch the press conference today, he said he loves him like a brother. So I know those two will mesh well, but yeah, I'm concerned. I'm also concerned with their offensive line. Mekhi Becton hasn't been healthy basically at all in his career yet. And I know he's a big piece so I'm concerned with that, and I know they have a lot of good pass rushers in that division. They got Matthew Judon, they got Bradley Chubb, um, Von Miller's coming back. So I think that could that could struggle. They could struggle with that, but I think I think it'll do okay. I think they'll probably get off to a rocky start. Maybe they'll start like one and three or one and four, but I think that they can absolutely make a run in the AFC for sure. Yeah, um, are you a big Robert Sala guy? I am, yes. You are. Talk to me about that because Buttsy and I, like we've said uh, on our last NFL episode, we don't follow the NFL 
that much to where we know each and every coach. Um, I know there's been a decent amount of talk about Salah, but what do you like about him? So I think that the players like him a lot. He he obviously came from the DC job in San Francisco where he basically created the best defense in the league out with Nick Bosa and Fred Warner and those guys. But I think that he really kind of switched the culture there. I think that the players believe, you know, they added Sauce Gardner, they added Al Nazard, and they added Miko Hardman. And I think that he's the guy to turn it around. I know it's the Jets and they've been the Jets for the past 10 years or so. They haven't really won anything in a while, but I think that if anyone's going to do it, it's him. And if anyone's going to do it, it's adding a guy like Aaron Rodgers who can propel them to that next level in the conference. I like it. Um, all right, real quick before we shift gears, I'm putting you boys on the spot. Butsy, give me your New York Jets 2023 record prediction. The record isn't going to be anything dashing because this AFC East is so fucking tough. Like, they could honestly split with every single team in the AFC and even drop both to t- some teams. I know Patriots have had their number now for a number of years. True. Uh, so to sweep them would be fucking ridiculous. I don't think that's going to happen. Realistically, I could see this team going uh, probably 10 and 7. I like 10 and 7 for the New York Jets this year. Like I said, tough AFC East, loaded AFC period. Uh, have have the schedules dropped yet? I don't no. believe they have. Uh, we'll do a the, full. We'll the, do. Go ahead. The opponents dropped, but the schedules haven't dropped. Okay, yeah. So we'll do a full in depth, uh, you know, schedule breakdown of a couple teams like we did last summer. Also, our futures, not to pat ourselves on the back or anything, but our futures last year were money. They, they were so did. money. Our only, our really only gambling good. stuff that was really good were our NFL was, futures. Were our futures. So make sure yeah. to tune in for that this summer. But 10 and 7 is my prediction for the Jets. What do you got, Dwick? Yeah, I, I was going to say 10 and 7. I might bump them up to 11 and 6. I think that they're going to be really good. I think their offense will underperform, but I, I can't overlook that defense. I think that if they add another pass rusher in the draft, I think it's going to be scary. I know they're they're the second the back half of the defense is really good and can play really well. So I think that eleven and six, ten and seven is a good area just because of how loaded not only their conference but their division is for sure. Yeah, I completely agree. I think I'll go ten and seven as well. Um, AFC East is ridiculous. Is it the best division in football? Is it AFC West? AFC East? Is oh that, no, it's it's the AFC East. I think it has to be the AFC East. Because the I Patriots, yeah. Patriots are the worst team in the division, and they might have one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah, I think you're right. Hot, um, maybe a hot take, I don't know, but there are defenses clamps. Yeah, hopefully it stays that way. Um, but Rogers got a lot of criticism for his play last year, and rightfully so. I mean, he put up really poor numbers, didn't produce like we know he can. Um, but I think a lot of it was with how uncommitted he was. I don't think it's like a talent drop off or like he, he lost it or something. I think Rogers is going to come out and have a great year. Um, but yeah, I like 10 and seven. Anything else to add for the Rogers trade that you guys wanted to add? All good. I don't, I don't got anything. I'm just, I'm excited for the season to start. Like now that this deal went through it, man, yeah. the NFL is going to be so fucking fun this year. And I say it every year and it is fun every fucking year. And it always goes by way too fast, but I can't wait for yeah. football. Yeah, well, big storyline already with, with that. So 
let's shift gears now. We got the NFL draft coming up um, tomorrow. So we're going to talk about which teams we think have the most to gain in the upcoming NFL draft. Uh, Butsy, give me a team who you're looking for to make some moves this year. The Detroit Lions. Thank you. I like the Detroit Lions to make a lot of noise in this year's draft. Patch up that fucking secondary. Your offense was, was it the highest scoring offense in the league last year? If it wasn't one, it was must have been top three or something like that. Their offense was absolutely explosive last year, but their defense got fried left and right. Uh, that was probably the only – their secondary was probably the only thing that held them back from getting a wild card spot last year. Uh, and I expect them to do some damage in the draft this year with a couple corners. I know they have the picks for it um, to get some good corners too. And corner is that position where, like we saw with Sauce Gardner, they can make an impact right away, right out of college. Like they don't really need a year – or two to develop uh, and get adjusted to the speed. They come in ready to fucking play. And uh, I'm excited for the Lions because I want to see the Lions win because they're such an exciting and fun team. Uh, but I do expect them to make some draft moves, um, make some draft picks that helps sure up that secondary and really gets this defense a little more locked down. Yeah, I like that. They So they have the sixth pick and the 18th pick. I'm looking at Mel Kuyper right now. I don't love – mock drafts by the way because i think it's impossible to know what teams are going to do but he has uh will anderson from alabama going at six to the lions which i think would be awesome they do need to shore up the secondary but they need help everywhere on defense so i think you just go best available um defender at number six i think will anderson would be perfect if he gets to there and then at 18 kuiper has Bijan robinson because Swift has obviously been an injury prone and they lost Jamal Williams um, over free agency. I think, did they sign someone at running back also? who they sign? Yeah, David Montgomery. Okay, yeah. So I feel like maybe. He's kind of ass. <laughs> is he? I don't really know. Like, <laughs> he's so Bijan, he's pretty he's, old. He's mid. He's not old. Yeah. Is he not old? Am I, am I tripping? Yeah. Is he just, like just kind of mid? He's just kind of mid, yeah. <laughs> I would just feel um, like every like if I'm running backs mid, I just feel like they're old for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I yeah, think goes hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, I do think it would be weird for them to go running back because of how horrible their defense is. Yeah. So I would be kind of disappointed. Um, well, I wouldn't be disappointed because Bijan is so good, but I don't think that's really what they need. Um, Zwick, do you like Will Anderson at six? I do like Will Anderson at six, but I don't think he's going to fall to six. Yeah, I agree. I think that I think that he's going to go at three to Arizona because I the Arizona's defense is just so terrible and their defensive line is so bad. And I think that they absolutely need a Will Anderson or a Tyree Wilson kind of pass rusher to add. So I think that if they can add one of them, I think – the Lions could absolutely get a premier corner at six. I think they could get Christian Gonzalez, who would be excellent for them. But I think Will Anderson will go before six. But if he falls to six, I think it's an excellent pick. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's hear your teams, Wick. So I would say the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I think that they, they overachieved last year. Let's be honest. No one thought they were going to be in the playoff picture at all. No one thought Gino would be – what he was last year. I know myself, I think I predicted them to win maybe four or five games last year. And they have two first round picks. Obviously they have picked five and 20 and they could go quarterback at five. I wouldn't hate it, 
but they just extended Gino, and I think that they can get another year of contending or at least being in the playoff race with Gino. So I think going best available at five, I think that they added a Will Anderson or a Tyree Wilson type player, type edge rusher, because I know their run defense struggles a lot. I think they could really, really get them to the next level. I know they're in a really, well, it was a tough conference. I know it's, it's not as not as tough any, or a tough division. I know it's not as tough anymore with the, the Cardinals and the Rams sort of falling off, but I think that the Seahawks have a lot to gain. I think that they're closer than we think they are. At least they were last year. And I think if they added a really a good pass rusher at five and maybe a Bijan Robinson at 20 or a receiver like Jalen Hyatt, someone, someone who could take the top off could really help them get to the next level. Just curious, where do you have Jalen Carter gone? I have Jalen Carter going, I believe, at seven to okay. the Raiders, wow. I want to say. Yeah. Okay. A little later than most people? Yeah, he, he he concerns me. He's super talented, but his off-the-field issues, and I know it's, it would be classic Raiders move to take someone who has off-the-field issues. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, that adds up. I, yeah, I'm – He's extremely talented. I would say he's probably – he should, talent-wise, he should go before the Will Anderson and the Tyree Wilson, but I think he's going to slip a little just because of the off-the-field issues. But he'll still be an excellent player, and he's still going to be making a team very happy wherever he goes. Got it. Yeah, I wouldn't Jordan, be surprised. Who do you have? Uh, no, no, you're good. I, I was just going to say I wouldn't be surprised to see Jalen Carter go to the Seahawks. That's why I was asking. Um yeah. Let's see. I'm going to talk about the Houston Texans because I don't know what they're going to do. Um, so they have number two, number 12. I'm guessing, I mean, they got a snag QB at two, I think. Um, but I think it's it's going to be interesting to see who it is. This, obviously, like this Davis Mills experiment was kind of weird where for the back half of the first year, he was like really good. And everyone was like, whoa, should we like, should this be our guy? And then uh, this last year, I mean, Obviously not as good, and it looks like to me. I think they're going to end up with Stroud, um, which I would, I would really like for them. And then at twelve, I think they go receiver, and I think it would be awesome if they went out and got Jackson Smith and Jigba, got that duo. I think that would be sick. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, we see how effective quarterback receiver duos are in the NFL. Um, Burrow and Chase kind of being the main one, but there's definitely a connection there between a quarterback and receiver that once it's once that chemistry is established, it, it doesn't really go away. And I think that'll just continue to grow as they continue to get better. Um, but with the Texans, man, it's interesting because they're like, they need everything. It kind of seems like they need a little bit of everything. And I think a good place to start would be getting a quarterback and a receiver, uh, especially that have some history together. But I want to say a couple things. One, uh, mock drafts, just kind of cycle, uh, circle back to that, especially in the in NFL. I think they are always just, so wrong like it with the nba there's a little more predictability i feel like nfl mock drafts are so much tougher to make it's impossible though yeah it's, it's not like impossible the, it's it, it's not like the analysts are just not as good it's just no way harder. it's just it's way harder because you're not in the rooms uh with the gms and the owners and all that uh but yeah so i like that move for the texans i think that would be great for them uh get them rolling a little bit kind of spark some excitement into this team and hopefully a little energy yeah do you think um, Smith and Jigba 
we'll get that far, Blick? I I'm not sure. I think that he if he gets past Houston at twelve, I think I would be very surprised. I think Philly could take him at ten. I think Tennessee at eleven. So the ten to twelve range is for sure. I think where we hear his name called. I think he's the best receiver in the class. He is excellent at getting open and he, like like Connor said, he has the the chemistry with Stroud, like we saw with Burrow and Chase, like we see with Tua and Waddle and Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith. I think that that's a new trend now and it's clearly working. So I think that the Texans would be foolish to pass that up. Yeah. Um, I want to ask about the Colts because I don't know. They're sitting at four. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Do they go QB? Do they go Will Levis? That's what I'm asking. Like, is that worth it <laughs> at four? Because you can get the best available non-quarterback, but or do you take maybe the third or fourth quarterback off the board? Well, it's interesting. I really think you could go with a third or fourth quarterback off the board here. I really don't think that there's a huge, like we talked about it last show, the quarterback rankings in the draft. It's like one through four is pretty solid. One through five, even with Hendon Hooker at five. And then after that, there's nothing. So I think if you're kind of in that top four, you're getting a pretty good quarterback, or at least on paper, some guy who's going to try or who's supposed to pan out to be a pretty good quarterback. I did hear, though, don't know if you guys saw this, just a little Reddit talk. Will Levis, Zwick, you heard about this? Apparently, Will Levis is telling family and friends that he's going number one, and his odds went from plus 4,000 to plus 400, like overnight. So don't know what the fuck is going on there. Going to keep an eye on that. But, I mean, I think Bryce Young is still like minus like 1,500 to go number one. So we'll see. But just just something to throw out there, a little, little conspiracy theory. Yeah, Zwick, what's happened with Levis? We're, I mean, no one's believing this, right? No. Any validity? I, yeah. I, I think if you're believing this Reddit user, then you got bigger problems. <laughs> I mean, anyone can go on Reddit and say Will Levis is telling family and friends he's going number one. But I actually just saw a video like an hour ago saying Will Levis saying that's not true. He's like, don't believe everything you see on the Internet. So I'm not buying it at all. Okay, good. Um, What are your thoughts on Levis to the Colts? Do you think that's the right move for the Colts? I like Levis to the Colts, but I think teams are falling in love with Anthony Richardson. And I think we could absolutely see Levis or Richardson go at four. I think Richardson is better. I think he has a higher upside. Like we talked about last show, he is like that Cam Newton, like upside. And I think a backfield of him and Jonathan Taylor would be really scary. And I think that the Colts have to go quarterback. They've had too many bridge quarterbacks with Phillip Rivers and Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan. I think that they're sick of it and they have to get their, their franchise guys. So, Richardson or Levis at four. I, I don't think you can really go wrong. I would prefer Richardson, but you can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you guys have any other teams that you think are in a super interesting spot, or did you guys just have one? I just came in with one. I don't know about Zwick, but the, my Lions are my are my big team. I'm going to be big on them this year. Yeah, I'm be big let's on do them. it. Let's, let's ride the Lions. Yeah, I, I came in with one, but I'm looking at the the draft order right now, and I really like – the Falcons at eight. 
I think that they could go anywhere at a, I think they could go Bijan. That's, that's kind of early for him, but I think they yeah. could go Jalen Carter. If he falls there, I don't think he'll fall, fall there, but the Falcons really interest me. I think that they spent a lot of money in free agency getting Jesse Bates. And I think that they really rebuffed their secondary, Jesse Bates and AJ Terrell. I think that, and they also signed Bud Dupree. So I think another really good defender for the Falcons could make them um, favorites to win the NFC South. I know the NFC South is extremely so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. And I think the Buccaneers will absolutely be the worst team in football this year, along with the Cardinals. But I think that the the Falcons could win the NFC South at like eight and nine, nine and eight, maybe. Desmond Ritter getting the nod. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask, too. Yeah, I think he should be getting the nod unless they draft someone. But Do you see that happening it's a, in any world? No, I don't. I think that they have bigger needs, and there's the quarterback class next year is extremely talented. So I think that if you know Desmond Ritter struggles this year, they can always revisit that next year. Got it. Yeah, they're, they're going to be a super interesting team. Um, we'll keep an eye out for them at eight. But I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Pretty quick episode today, but we like these, these short little uh, draft reviews and NFL episodes. So we'll probably be back with some draft reactions. Um, we'll see if any of our predictions pan out. And thank you guys for listening. Talk to you soon. Peace. Shot it was all with y'all. Oh, hi. Coming to say you're lucky, fine. We got to cutting it off. Nobody kidding, fuck on my line. I'm going to keep it up with y'all. But shorty, I'm trying to make you mine. Don't make it too easy, I want to try. She looking too good, can't let it go by. Oh, yeah. Think I won the lotto. This slow mulatto. She could be a model. She want to show me some. Think I won the lotto. This slow mulatto. She could be a model.